Welcome to Everything's Not Fine. I'm Kelly Budnick. And I'm Nicole Allen. You know, we're two friends that have done a lot of life together. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes it can feel really lonely. Especially in this era of filtered pics and curated highlight reels. So we're here to remind you that you're not alone. Life can be messy and crazy and great all at the same time. We're so glad you're here to join us in our unfiltered and no BS real talk because everything's not fine. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing back from sickness? I'm alive. You know, after you've been sick for <clears throat> so long, and then you finally feel better, and you're like, oh, I'm going to do all the things. <laughs> I am halfway to that point. Like, yeah. I have the desire, but not quite the energy. I ended up having the COVID on a whole level, man. It was not what poor, many people experience, thank God, but it was a rough one. It was yeah. a rough week, like week and a half. Yeah. I don't know. It's been forever. Well, and we were talking, it's kind of that you get in this almost fever dream of like, what are days? What day is it? What? How How long has it been? Has it been a month? Has it been a week? Has it been two I days? I don't know who's to say. Who even knows? Who is to say? <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. I have read an article, though, recently that also said, like, you got to take the shame out of it because this whole Omicron variant especially is so contagious that, like, literally you're everyone is likely going to have it at some point. And if you have if you think you haven't, maybe you've already had it and been, you know, asymptomatic or whatever. But it's just so super contagious. So, yeah. 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 Like, we're all vaxxed. We do all the things you're supposed to do. I probably, like, people probably roll their eyes at me about how careful I still am about some things. But um, we all got it. Like, every single one of us had it. And um, I don't know how. We had to have had it at Christmas. Like, we didn't have symptoms yet. But literally the night after Christmas, um. Jim was the first and he was so sick and I'm like, how did not, none of our extended family, nobody got the first thing and we don't have our boosters yet. So I'm like, maybe that's why I don't know, but some of them don't either. So anyway, thank goodness we didn't share the love, but yeah, absolutely. But the, you know, again, they say that the, the shot, the vax and all of that is really just, to help it not be as terrible. So part of me also goes, thank God that you'd had it. Oh my vaccine, Because I mean, if it was this bad with having been vaccinated, maybe it would have been really bad. So yeah. Yeah. And none of my family even came close to like, they were like two or three days. Good to go. No, not this girl. Yeah. Well, if you do anything, you do big, right? That's right. I do not mess around. (laughs) Go big or go home. (laughs) And it probably had something to do with the fact that every time I started to feel a little bit better, I was like, okay, it's over. I got shit to do. And then I was like, destroy myself. Yeah, that's classic. That's classic. Like, I don't know if that's all women, probably most, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. So I was sick and laundry was starting to pile up. And then, 
somebody was like, oh, I think Elle was like, I'll do a couple loads of laundry for you guys. So then the dryer broke. There was a load of laundry in the dryer. <laughs> I'm sick, so nobody can come out to fix it. Oh, oh sweet crap. baby Jesus. So finally, Jim loaded everything up, took it to um the laundromat because yeah. we were out of underwear out of all the things plus we had all been sick so everything just felt gross yeah you've got that sick grime kind yeah. of 80 bucks in laundromat quarters later everything's oh. clean and please baby jesus the guy's supposed to come out and feed and fix the dryer today because we can't go we can't go very many days without doing laundry no, for the love. Not really. I mean, especially with being sick on top of it. You guys were always the master of that, though. I remember even back in oh, the yeah. day that you used to, like, if it got too built up, I remember that even yes. when the kids were little, you'd be like, like, maybe similar, like everybody got sick or something. After, oh, yeah. You'd be like, oh, hell, we're going to the laundromat. Get seven loads done in one time. And yes. I remember being like, you are a genius. It You're is literally really a genius. genius. There were, it, it was kind of a humbling thing because there's a couple of people in there doing their stuff. And this one fella whose uh, wife just left him and he's oh, never God. even had to do laundry before. <laughs> he has like a half a load. Anyway, he said, wow, you guys sure do have a lot of clothes. <laughs> I think at one point, like all the bedding was in one of those ginormous. Oh, um, yeah. 20 like a, blanket ones yep. industrial and then th there were like I don't have to ask him but I think like 10 other washers going sure. and he just kind of took over the whole joint but anyway three hours later and every stitch of everything is clean and dry so thank god for that. for that absolutely yeah. I highly recommend when you get behind on your laundry, just hitting up the nearest laundromat and it's so genius. Um, but do you know there's this thing called Sud Share? Next time this is what I'm doing. Sud Share, where it's kind of like a Uber type thing. <gasps> I've heard of it. And you, you just... have it in your area? Yes. Oh my god. It's an app, like a like a share, a job share type app. Whatever. Anyway. People come pick up your laundry, do it, and return it the next day. Whoa. Whoa. And it's a dollar a pound. I'm sure it wouldn't have been much more than the 80 bucks we spent at the laundromat. It's probably true. Dang. And have somebody else deal with it all together. I'd pay double that, really. <laughs> That's it's amazing. like, oh, shit. Now you've learned about this. Right? We're in trouble now. Hey. Any hack you can do, if you can afford it, I say do it. Yeah. You know. I might have um, to get a job. I just to afford it. To afford for someone to do my laundry for me. But sometimes, man. Worth it. Absolutely. My grandparents owned a laundromat um, back in the day. And so, like, my entire growing up. And they lived in this place forever. Like, they had an apartment that was attached to it. Uh -huh. So, like, when we'd go to my grandparents, we'd, a lot of times, we'd walk through, like, the backside where uh, all the tools and all the different random parts uh -huh. and what have you and, and, like, back to their, their um, house or whatever. 
And so I have a weird affinity for like laundromats. Oh, like it actually yes. has this very sweet, like, oh, oh I love it. <laughs> and it's so cute. And they, you know, we'd sometimes they'd say, do you want to earn some money? You could, you know, help water all the because she'd have plants in there it was like very small town so yeah super clean and yes. super like um just cute you know and 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 so you know we but the smell too like the smell of the back space where all the tools and stuff were um when my grandmother who was the last one to to survive had passed away I was there um around that time. And I walked into that back and I just took a deep breath and I was like, the, the whole olfactory like brings memories yes. back. I said, if I close my eyes, that smell brings me exactly back. Like wow. I know exactly where I am right now. Yes. And my mom was like, that's so weird. I'm like, no, close your eyes, take a smell. It's, oh. it's unlike anything else like this laundry soap but also mixed with sort of like a oily like uh -huh. you know, tools and like petroleum a little bit because it was like the back with the tools yes and, and it was like this whole thing anyway oh, such a random thing but I have this weird affinity like I love it isn't it amazing that olfactory thing like I don't does everybody have the ability I don't know I think so it is think, so you know. strong for me like yeah, I think some are probably stronger than others, yes. but there's just certain things, like a song, like certain songs yes. that just bring you right back, right? True, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for me, the smell thing is huge. There, oh, I had this um, shampoo that I bought once, and I couldn't, like, you know when you know the smell, like, I, I know this, but I could not put my finger on it. Like, it was from so far back that the memory wasn't even clear. Like I knew when I was yes. a tiny, tiny kid, my parents had a boat. We would spend the summer at a lake. And like, I knew the shampoo had something to do with that boat and that lake. And like, oh, yeah. it was probably like sunscreen or something, but I couldn't put my finger on exactly what it was, but it still took me right there. Right back. And it oh. drove me nuts. Like, <laughs> even right now, I'm like, oh, I wish I could remember. <laughs> And I don't know what the shampoo is. I can't go buy it again. <laughs> I do love that. I had that with a song last week, too. And I kept humming the one part I had. And then I said, I feel like it says something common, something. And I was like, babe, do you know this song? And he's like, huh? no clue. <laughs> um, and I was completely wrong on even the word I thought that it had in it. It was not oh. that word. <laughs> I finally figured it out. Um, and it was from some show. Anyway. But it was just hilarious because I kept like humming this tune. And I'm like, I know this damn song. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. So funny. Oh, so um, speaking of smells, I my mother sent me um, basically my childhood in a couple of boxes, preciousness. preciousness. Um, <laughs> there's a whole I have a lot of feelings surrounding this, but the good part of it is, so I get this box. I'm like, what in the hell? I open it up and it's literally my childhood. Like every remnant, I didn't even know some of this stuff still existed. Like, I don't know where she had it stored, but I haven't seen it even at my parents' house since I was like 15, 16 years old. So anyway, like my pound puppies were in there. 
um, some room decor and my cabbage patch doll. Whose name was? Oliver Thomas. <laughs> Hello. Oliver Thomas. I love it. I, at first I was like, oh, it's, it's Xavier Thomas. And I was like, that is not right. Why do I keep saying that? And then I was like, oh, that's what's written on his butt, Xavier Roberts. And I was, so it took me a minute. I was like, what is his name? And then I was like, oh, Oliver Thomas. I like, duh. Immediately. Yes. Um, but anyway, pull it out. It looks like it's been through hell and back. Like, wow, that poor guy. And well loved. Well loved. And, but I was like, oh, does it still have the smell? Put its little head up to my nose. During COVID, mind you, I could barely smell anything, but I (laughs) smell the Cabbage Patch smell. (laughs) Oh, glorious. And I was so sick. I just carried that thing around for two days. Like, Jordan was like, you have issues. What is going on? My little girl self needs Oliver Thomas right now. Yes. I need some comfort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yes. Thank goodness for smells. Childhood. Yeah. Thank goodness it conjured good feelings and not bad. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. My Cabbage Patch doll's name was Claire. Oh. And she had curly hair. Oh. And... Um, same. Like I remember I used to, they'd, I remember we were driving in a snowstorm and they'd say, Nicole, are you okay? And I said, yeah, but Claire's scared. Oh, <laughs> and so I like things I couldn't express myself, but I put it on Claire. Like Claire's yes. a little scared though. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Isn't that adorable? So yes. I still have Claire and, um, Roz enjoyed her as well uh-huh. and then when the kids all got to that you know like let's ditch the toys and whatever she's like should we get rid of this and I was like no oh my god you cannot get rid of Claire there's, there's, <laughs> you can get rid of anything else but not Claire yes <laughs> oh the funny thing is is that I am not a saver like I would not consider myself to be one who saves Mm-mm. things me neither um but there was a lot of shit in those boxes. Ellie was like, because I've always given Ellie a hard time because she saves everything. And so she came home while the boxes had arrived and um, we're going through. And she's like, oh, my God, you were a saver. Look at all this stuff. And I'm like, it wasn't me. I don't yeah. even know where this stuff was stored. But um, I'm actually really glad. Like... It was really cool to look back. Tons of... So there was a box that had, like, all of that, the childhood, childhood stuff. And then the other one was, like, all stuff right after um, high school and MC. So there are some photos. I'm going to oh. need to see some of those. Oh, it was even pre-you. Like, it would have been oh, sure. before. Yeah. Here or two before. So, oh, wow. But so many photos. Um, I don't, I didn't consider myself a picture taker either, but apparently I was because there were a ton of pictures. Pre-digital. Exactly. Photos. I was just going to say that pre-digital, you had to have the physical copy. Yeah. So. I, whoa. There were some, there were some photos. Oh, and some people I could live without ever seeing again. 
Oh, it was like you just kind of, I just kind of closed one eye as I'm flipping through pictures, like, be prepared. God knows who I'm going to see, what memories it's going to make me. <laughs> God, for real. Like, am I going to see a train wreck here real yes. quick? Yes. Did not conjure the Oliver Thomas lovey feelings. Yeah. Oliver Thomas lovey feelings. <laughs> oh, Oliver Thomas. Oh, Oliver Thomas has green eyes just like me. Oh, see? Perfect. And it was one of the baby ones, so it didn't have hair or anything. It was a little tiny one. Love so that. So dang cute. My um, seven or eight-year-old self is really feeling the love. Right. And so comforted. <laughs> yeah. I, I support it. I think it's adorable. Uh, not super sure what my mother's motivation was by sending me boxes of my childhood. I, I think it was kind of the kiss goodbye. That was very nice of her. But um, I will gladly take the good feelings that came. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Might have to dissect the other parts later, but yeah. Yeah. We'll be spending some time on that in therapy for sure. (laughs) It'll be a topic. (laughs) It's good. It's good. You have an outlet at some point. Oh, heavens. Life is weird. Life is weird. Um, what else? Do we have any other? Oh, I know. I knew there was something else I wanted to tell you. Tell me. Um, I got from Santa um, a magnifying light up mirror. Oh, my. Um, I wanted to get it for myself. I mean, Santa wanted to get it for me because I put my, I do my own eyelashes and I needed. Ooh, yeah. To see. We're on a delay. We are? It's okay. I don't hear it on my end or see it. Hmm. Oh, well. We'll just keep going. We'll fix it in post. We'll have our people (laughs) fix it. Um, Anyway. I do my own lashes and my old lady eyes have a really hard time seeing my lashes and everything. So I needed a magnifying mirror. I have somehow avoided this phenomenon for 45 years. Let me tell you, a magnifying mirror with an LED light on the front is not your friend. No, it is not. It's really not. I I have some people that have actually returned them for that very reason. They were like, I don't need to see that much. No, no, no. You don't. And like today I was, because I did my lashes last night. So I was really focused on my eyes. But then I was like, as I was looking, I was like, oh, there's an age spot there. Oh, that, that could be skin cancer. I better go look at the, I better go on the dock. <laughs> Never. But then this morning I had to like do some touch-ups or something. Cause I told myself, I am not going to look in this thing for just every day. Like this is for one purpose, and I can't do that to myself. Well, then this morning I broke the rule, and I just started looking at everything, and no, no, uh-uh. no. It's not fair. I will say, there. have you noticed there's a trend on Facebook recently of the, like, 10 years later? 
like oh, a picture yeah. from like whatever and then one 10 years later and I was like oh that might be fun let me look and then I was like I feel terrible about myself <laughs> <laughs> because the difference between 30 like your early 30s yes. and your early 40s is that you've lived some life in a that lot time a lot happens yeah, yeah. and yeah. like I'm proud of you know like what's the alternative but also yes and I like yeah. who I am for the most part but it still was a little like oh shit I look I've aged yes like, I don't know that I would have thought I looked as different between 20 something and right. 30 something as right. I do between 30 something and 40 something yes like and Ugly. some of that's kind of cool you know yeah. but <laughs> I'm I probably am not going to participate in that particular trend. Now I have to. Now I have to go back and look and just see. I kind of know in my mind about when that time was. I do know for sure it was the thinnest I've been in my adult like since babies. Right. Right. About ten years ago. So yes. I don't need to see that right no, now. No, I will say that was also true for me. <laughs> but just the tautness of face oh, skin and yes. such nice cheekbones. And oh, I, think, I don't know. I just was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I hope Jim doesn't listen to this episode, but I have to say this. So he had to shave his face for some meetings last week, and he's had a beard for a long time. I probably about a year. I mean, like I don't remember the last time I've seen his naked face. Well, he looks older <laughs> under there. Yeah. It was weird. It's weird, isn't it? Every once well, in a while. I love yeah. you, honey. You're still smoking hot, okay? Like <laughs> But it, it's inevitable. I mean, I remember years several years ago, Aaron and I kind of having a night this is going to sound like I'm going to go into something dirty and I'm not, but <laughs> we were in bed and just kind of looking, looking at each other's faces. And because we were, to, we've known each other since we were like 19, right? Yes. 18 children. So, right. So you feel in a lot of ways you've grown up together. Yes. And so to look and like, we just were looking at each other's like eyes and like, there's wrinkles there that didn't used to be there. Yes. When did that happen? And like, yes. I don't know, just different features. And it was really in a loving way. It was not like a, yeah. oh my God, you're old as fuck. It was just <laughs> sort of this like, this is so wild. Yes. I did get good advice from somebody uh, years ago. She said there is a benefit to having been with someone. And not everybody gets this benefit, but there's a benefit from having been with someone when you were young and all throughout, because she said, you know, your eyes get bad. So in their mind's eye, they still oh. see you as your younger, taught, youthful self. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, I don't hate that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Jim and I were in our mid-20s when we got married, we had known each other since I was 18 and he was 20. Well, that's it. It's like, Yeah. Hmm. And even like going through those boxes, there were a ton of pictures during that time, our MC year when we first met MC, just a reminder, those of you, MC was the cult. Um, but the, um, what was I saying? Oh, pictures. Yeah. So we're looking at pictures and there's some that are like, 
of Jim kind of from the side and a little bit behind. And it took us forever to, I was like, is that you? I'm not sure if that's you. And he's like, I don't know. Cause there were a, a, like a few guys in his, like with his similar stature, right. similar hair, everybody looked the same. Right. Well, so, that's part of it is that yeah. it really, and if you didn't, when you came in, you certainly did by the time you left. Oh God. Yes. Oh God. Yes. So um, anyway, I was like, oh, that is you. I totally recognize your ear. Like literally it was the ear that I was like, oh, for sure. Because he has the tiniest, cutest ears. Like the, how can somebody have small, cute ears? I don't know. <laughs> but but he, does. he does. So um, I was like, that's your ear. And I was like, oh, my God. Like it's been that long that it's the ear that looks <laughs> the same. <laughs> amazing yeah but anyway i do love you honey and you're aging beautifully but your face is changing a little bit yeah it it, yeah it was a little different so here's the thing though i had several years ago when robert kennedy died so Uh it's probably been god i don't know 10 years or something Uh i remember when they were showing pictures of his life right Mm -hmm. like on the news and they've got all these young pictures and then and i couldn't recognize who which one was him until he hit that like mid 30s and 40s yes and then he just looked looked like older versions of himself as he aged yeah but legitimately in his 20s i couldn't pick him out in like which one is he maybe that one maybe this one like his face literally didn't look the same. Like it was truly this moment. And I did have, I remember at the time thinking because we were just in our, in that early thirties timeframe, I'm pretty sure. And I thought it's weird to imagine that we're going to change to a certain extent. And then you just look like older versions of yourself, but like to where maybe those early twenties like are harder to distinguish yeah. Anyway, it was just kind of fascinating um, yeah. to see with somebody I don't know at all, clearly. It was like just yeah. on the news or whatever, but it was sort of this weird aha of like, it's weird that life can take us that way. I don't know. Or that our bodies and faces and whatever. Yes. yes. It is weird. But I will say, like, in the last 10 years, I know for a fact my body and face has aged all 10 years and has earned every year like right there's I think that's really part of it like I didn't age at all like there are, I I can look back I was very fortunate that I always had a baby face like I have a really round full face which really helps I mean right it right so does not like I could do without the three chins but it does help in the wrinkle department um, but when life happens, like, like, I'm okay that I'm mostly gray because I earned every single solitary one of those gray hairs, mostly with my oldest child. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, but like, <clears throat> I've lived a good life. Like yeah. I've lived, I've, I've lived a, a solid, like I've solidly lived. And so it's okay that I show it on my face. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Well, 
it is, it sounds trite, but it is the great privilege, right? Yes. That not everybody gets is the fact that we've gotten to yeah. live and still be here and be here yeah. to learn from it and show it and, you know, the wisdom, hopefully, that comes along with it, et cetera. Exactly. Like, yes. It's, it, it really is. And there is something to embracing on some levels, not that I don't want to age gracefully or what yeah. have you, but like, there is a great balance in that of also, like you said, like, you know what? I've earned that. We've been through some stuff and yes. came out the other side. Exactly. And we're strong because of it. And not that you ever want to go through hard things, but, you know, to still be, be able to say that I made it and I'm, and I'm sought to the end or sought to the other yes. side is, is the great privilege at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird. It's real weird. (laughs) Real weird. I saw somebody who said 10 years is too little of a time. I'm going to go back. And she went back to like 20 years ago or whatever. And that to me, I hear that because it felt more fun. Yes. Rather than the 10 years just felt a little like degrading. (laughs) Exactly. 20 years felt a little more like, Ooh, this is fun. And you expect to age. In yes. 20 years, you yes. know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the transitions for this show are really going to suck ass because I cannot make thoughts still. It's all right. <clears throat> well, okay. Here we are. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I... Wanted to talk about how, and this is the perfect transition, this whole exchange is perfect. I, but I wanted to talk today about how after the holidays, after all the craziness that we live for a couple of months, when it's over, like, um, it leaves me feeling kind of detached from, like, reality. Now... I will say, obviously, being sick for a couple of weeks magnifies that by 10. But I do know that I I have this feeling every year after the holidays is over. I always call it my holiday hangover. But it's probably been prolonged this year because of being sick. But I hate it. I hate, I hate January. I always hate January. Um, because I've spent like, you know, as soon as Halloween's over, I'm like, Christmas, I just, I'm one of those people. Um, so Thanksgiving is fine, but I'm like focused on all the fun of Christmas and all of the events and the parties and the special things. And this year we talked about last week, like this year was different anyway. Like there was, it was just off. And I'm still coping with that in my heart. Um, But that did not change the fact that as soon as Christmas was over, the like, oh, fuck, I don't like this feeling. I think so. We're all like very focused on our lives, like whatever's going on, like the buying of the gifts, the creating of the memories, the... Um, holiday parties with our friends, our coworkers, our this, our that. Like it's one event and then 
that's over and you gear up for the next event and that's over and you gear up for the next event or whatever. Yeah. At least in my life and my family, these last, I mean, quarantine, notwithstanding, obviously, but, um, no, but it's totally true. And the holidays always throw different work schedules too. Yes. So like it's, you know, we had a four day work week and then we have this and then we have another this. And, and yes. so all of that together is kind of all gearing you up. Like you said, it's the prep, it's the event, and then it's the like recoup, recoup and then set up for the next, what have you. Yes. And everything's yeah. just sort of like this continuing, I don't know, motion what? or whatever. Yeah. So, and then Christmas is over and there is, I mean, I guess a little bit, there's a prep for New Year's, but let's just say, like, if you're a big New Year's celebrator, once that is over, yeah, that, that, um, cycle of prep event prep event is over and it's like the whole last two months come crashing down and it's like whoa yeah for ours yeah no agreed same for me we do do as you know a, a new year's thing um in most years and so literally yesterday i was like it feels like it's been so long since we've done something, should we invite somebody over? Should we uh -huh. have you? And then I looked at the calendar. I was like, it has been nine days. Yes. Like, calm down. Like it's yes. barely been over a week. Like it's real okay. And yeah. not that I don't want to or that I shouldn't or couldn't or whatever. But it, yeah. is, it is kind of funny because I have the same thing. Like my perspective. I'm uh -huh. like, oh my God, it's been so long since we've seen people or done yes. anything. And it's like. That's exactly it. Like oh, yesterday yeah. I was texting with someone and I was like, oh my God, I don't have any friends. All of my people are busy and uh, sick or like half my friends are really sick. Half my friends are feeling the exact same way that I am. Like, you know, yes. I was like, I'm alone in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end of sickness, that is always mine too. Like, do I even have friends? Do I even know people? Is the world uh, even the way it was before? Yes. 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 It's true. But like, there's that definite feeling. And I don't know. I don't know if everybody has the January craps, crappy blues like I do. But um, I just wanted to publicly say that if you do, you're not alone. I'm yes. feeling them. And I decided that from now on in January... I'm going to go on vacation to a warm, sunny place. Yeah. We have one set in February and I'm, I'm already very like, yes, because we've never, for one, we've never really intentionally done that. Uh -huh. So it's a first for us, but it is amazing how having something to look forward to like that, yes. like the mental help yes. that that is. Now I'm a little afraid because I also, and one that I don't want to have too big of expectations because like nothing yeah, can yeah. live up to whatever. So yeah. I am trying to still temper that, like calm your shit down. Yes. <laughs> but I will say something about having that, like, we get to go do something fun in the middle of the dreary winter. Oh, yes. What have you is so helpful. Yes. February might be a more realistic, like, you can't really go on vacation in January, probably, like, easily after the whole. Maybe I can, but I will let I you know next year. You should. Challenge accepted. You know? I am planning it now. I told Jim, I'm like, I don't care if you go, if I go with friends, 
if it's a family thing, I don't care. I Mm -hmm. just need to know that that's going to happen because I hate January. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think even like we've been trying to do with our group of friends too, of like, okay, let's at least plan a something for, you know, a dinner or a, or a Mm -hmm. something little, it doesn't have to be something massive. Now, of course, because we live on opposite sides of the state, it's a little more of a to do, but even just a, you know, something with friends, just a, you know, excuse to get out. Yes. And I think here's the, here's the thing. Everybody is feeling, at least in my world, most everybody is feeling the same way in January. And so there's not a whole lot of like reaching out. Like we were trying to do a a friend thing this last week and I I was going to drive over with my friend that lives over here and we were going to do the thing, but COVID snowstorms, I think the pass between us is still closed for God's sake because of avalanches and who knows what else. Yeah. So it didn't happen, but at least there was effort. Like that's the first year I've even tried to do something and did have something to look forward to. And I mean, to the bitter end, I was like, come hell or high water. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I will bring my COVID with me. No, not really. As soon as I got a positive COVID test, I had to call it, but it's a good thing I had already made peace with it because then the pass closed and it was either going to be fly, which God knows if I either oh. would have even could have made it on an airplane at this yeah. point. Yeah. Well, and and then lo and behold, you weren't even the only one with the COVID. You right. know, people, yes. it's just everywhere right now. It, it really is. is. It it's, really My schedule has been shot to hell several times oh, at work because yes. of it, which there's no option but to say, thanks for letting me know. But yeah. inside, you want to be like, yo, bitch. <laughs> even though it's so not anybody's fault. <laughs> you know, it's like, son of a goddamn yeah. So, you know, but it, it just is what it is. It's the world we live in currently. And everybody is so like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But, of you know, course. of course, you're like, thank you for not exposing us. Like, yes, I'm, by no means do I ever want people to come in in that state. It's just, no. you know, on a whole other level. It really yes. is. With it's the not the people. Thing. It's the this is the state of our world. It really is. Yeah. Oh. yeah and, and certain Jobs just can't really happen virtually. Yeah. And hairdressing yeah, no, is can't, certainly one of can't them. can't cut my hair over the screen. No. God, that would make me so happy if you could. Because I'm <laughs> a little poofy. <laughs> we'll do it soon. Whenever we can make it happen. Yeah, I know. You're the best. <sighs> um, I do think that brings up a good point about freaking covid burnout like i read something the other day that was like don't like life is not what it was yeah. two and a half years ago or two yes you sent me a link about that yes 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 and we can't just go around like living our pre-pandemic life thinking yeah. that and wondering why it doesn't feel right kind of and I don't know. You can be all over the board as far as COVID pandemic, like quarantine, all of it there. Yeah. You can be the person who's like, oh, my God, we have to like lock down, stay in, not even run the risk of getting anything. And you can be the this is fake. This is all bullshit. Like it's the government conspiracy, whatever those people think. I don't know. Whatever it is that they think you can think it. I'm not sure. 
or anywhere in the middle. But yeah. the fact of the matter is our world does not turn on the same axis that it did before the first case of COVID was discovered. Like right. it just doesn't. Yeah. And so burnout is real. Like we are all tired of this world. This is not the world we were like it's not the one we were trained to live in from our birth you know it's just it's not it's yeah so like for me it's a little I, I was trying to go back to what were my thoughts before like because what was it mid-February I think for sure, mid-March, we went on major shutdown in my area. Like, Yeah, no, they started talking about in in the U.S., it was in somewhere mid-February. Like, yes. the first case of whatever has yada yada. And it was like, whoa, what? Yes. And it was actually in, like... Seattle. In the Seattle area. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, Kirkland. And so I feel like we were more aware really early because it yeah. was kind of our area. And so, but I was trying to go back to that time and think like, what, what was, what were my initial thoughts? Like, I was like, Oh wow. You know, besides the fear and like, what is even happening? Um, immediately Jim was like, we're going to come out of this stronger than we're going into it. We, my family, hear my, hear my cry. Like (laughs) we, people are going to come out of this different, no matter what I want for my family, for us to make the most of this and come out of it, better people, better, whatever. Like we're not going to get divorced because we've been locked up for two months. We're going to come out having a stronger relationship. Like God love him. He went into it like that, like literally in the beginning, And the kids and I have all talked about, like, thank God for dad that he did that because we needed that, you know. Yeah, you needed needed that that intentionality. Yes. Um, But it's so weird to look back and, and, like, think about how different our life is, our daily life. Sometimes I'll be out in public and have my mask on and be like, is this real? Do, do people really wear masks in public or am I the idiot walking around in a mask right now? And people are wondering why, you know, like, and then yeah. I have to look around and make sure like, okay, this is real. I'm not, I mean, that's how much my mind has been playing tricks on me lately. <laughs> um, but like, it's just still so bizarre to me some days. Yeah. But this is how we walk around in life now with masks on in the grocery store or, um, you know, being so conscious of every sniffle and every cough. Oh my God. I was getting my nails done and the dust from the nail thing got into my throat and I was coughing and I was like, Oh my God, these people are going to think that I'm killing them. Like freaking out. (laughs) I swear I have my mask on and the lady's like, do you need some water? And I was like, Yes, but I'm scared to take my mask down to drink it. <laughs> Just so crazy. Yeah. But it, 
my point is all that is so wearing. Like there is real burnout. There is real. What is even life anymore? Like, well, yeah, because it's such an added aspect to consider. Like everything about life has that as a caveat now, yes. right? Like even if you're planning a dinner with friends or vacation, I mean, we, you know, it took forever to even kind of go, okay, we're going to plan this big vacay that we have to fly to. We're going to Mexico. Yeah. Never done a vacay to Mexico before. So we had to get our passports and all the things and every freaking step of the way was like, but what about COVID? What about okay. if it gets worse? What if now the airlines, you know, tons of shit's been canceled. Well, it's still like six weeks from now, but, or five weeks or something, but like, what if it's whatever, like, do we have, so every, every piece of it. And for the last two years, that's been the case. Can it be refunded? Is it, you know, do we pay the extra for insurance? Does yeah. the ins- travel insurance cover that? Or is that, of course, right. a, like does not include yada, yada, yada. So yeah. there's so much at every decision, whether it's your kids playing a sport or yes. a sleepover or a birthday party or whatever, like it's constantly a factor yes. and that part is so obnoxious and like even before right like two weeks before you're like everybody friggin locked down be extra careful because now we're in the window of do not get sick yes you know um so that like literally okay so we were having this text thread with our friends and kelly's saying oh my god i got a positive test for covid another friend that lives here me too and, and I legitimately was like, maybe I should go hang out with them for a little bit. Because maybe I just like do the old chicken pox party. We're having a COVID party. Like I've been back, so I'm not worried about it getting real yes. serious. But like maybe I just knock it out, get it done because it's never convenient. But if I get it done, then I'm less likely later. Yes. Like I legit was like, maybe I should, maybe I should. Well, get a drink. I'll bring like suckers, just like the old days with the chicken pox. Like suckers here, you suck on it. Then you give it to your kid that you want. For the love of God. It's just, it is. Ugh. And part of that is, of course, the hubris of thinking I have any control over it, which is, of course, asinine anyway. Like Yes. Yes. <laughs> any like delusion that you have any control over life in general has been just thrown out the window this last little bit of life and for me that's part of the like burnout is like i like to have control over things yes yeah yeah what the fuck like same well that's why when when it was the hardcore quarantine it was so hard because i felt like the future is closed Yes. And I'm so future oriented. I just, I like didn't know how to function. Like it really fucked me up. Sorry for the language, but wow. Like I was incredibly like depressed and, and still because it, it's still such a factor and it's less and less, but it still is a factor that it can really, it can, it can. So, um, whoever's listening that's in charge of all of these things, we're done. Like, yeah. can we stop now? Can we please get off this ride? 
But the thing that really kind of messes with my mind is like, let's just say right now. So like one of the beautiful things about Omicron is that it is so contagious and mostly mild that this could be the last surge. Like if enough people get it, you know, right. Maybe this could be like the beginning of the end. They say, I don't at this point, what even do you believe? Because holy yeah. shit. I do think maybe it is a good sign that, okay, it's not going anywhere. Yes. Like, it's going to be around like the flu, like the whatever. But if it can come back down to some normal, like just like the flu, you know, you no one wants it. Yes. And there are going to be little blips of it. But if it can get into this kind of a zone where like hospitalizations yeah. As far as I'm seeing, still are pretty low. Yes, there's yes. little areas, but, um, you know. It, yeah. But two things. First of all, like, in, in, the, in the old world, if I had cold symptoms and I was planning to come to Spokane, I would have been like, hey, guys, I kind of got a little cold. Right. Do you want me to bag out? Like... Who's scared of getting the cold? Right. Are we still doing this or not? Like, yes. You know, because I like our my children's whole lives. Like, if we're gonna have a family function, somebody calls and like the kids have snotty noses. What do we want to do? And everybody's like, well, we're all gonna get it anyway. Just come on over. You know, like it's that totally was just you. You did not end life for a runny nose. No. Um, that is not the case anymore. Like, uh-huh. yeah, I have a runny nose. Everybody stay away from me for 10 freaking days, like, (laughs) or five or whatever it is. Yeah, now it's changed. (laughs) Yeah. And that, do we go back from that? Like, at what point does that stop? Well, I will tell you, Noah woke up this morning. I feel like crap. And I was like, okay, tell me what you mean when you say that. (laughs) I have a scratchy throat and I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, well, you felt great all weekend. So mm-hmm. I think you're going to buck up, Buttercup. You probably slept with your mouth open and like <laughs> breathe through your mouth all night. Like, go drink a glass of water, have a granola bar. I'm sure you're yes. fine. Yes. Because I just thought, oh, for God's sakes, you've missed enough. Like, this is I not. I know. No. And he was pissed, of course, but he's also almost 16, and that's just the nature of the beast. Yes. But, yeah. and legitimately, like, he has felt right as rain all until, you know, and even now, like, have I heard a word? No, because he <laughs> feels just fine. Like yeah. it was the like, but if I could get another day, play uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh God. Every week without fail at some point on Sunday, Jordan's like, Oh, my throat's kind of sore. Like, yes. I'm like, yeah, it's the Sunday sore throat. I picked up yes. on this months <laughs> ago. God, it's true. <laughs> I know. He's like, I feel a little warm, but he's still wrapped up in bed. And so I feel his forehead. I was like, well, you feel fine to me. There's no fever. <laughs> Get up and go to the bathroom and see how you feel once you drink a little water. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm I know everybody's tired of COVID and talking about it and all the things, but I need to talk about it. I'm done. I'm done again. I've been done 16 times in the last two years and I'm done again. Yeah. I know. Oh, our it's life hard. is not what it was. Nope. And I don't know that it's ever going to go back to being that way. And in some ways, that's good. But in a lot of ways, not good. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's winter, so I think it's worse because, like, in the summer, I don't know, you feel like do things yes. outside. And the, the winter true. just brings that dreary whatever anyway because it's so dark. So early. Stop now. trying to bring light to my dark <laughs> cloud. <laughs> this is a podcast where I get to complain endlessly about things nobody can control and you let me. Yes. Okay. You're right. I completely hear The you. world is going to hell in a handbasket <laughs> and we can't do anything about it. <laughs> Everything's not fine. That's right. <laughs> It's in the title. <laughs> it hasn't been since I named this show that, which coincidentally was the week before COVID started. God, that's amazing. Isn't that hilarious? Yes. And no, at the same time. Yeah. Um, also, our life is an absolute limbo right now. We have all these big possibilities in our life that are still in limbo. And this, your girl cannot take limbo for very long. No. Limbo sucks. And I'm going to need some decisions to be made. If someone could contact the decision makers and let them know I'm losing it, that would yeah. be great. Still, I know it's though, a lot of vague here. talk, but I can't say the things yet. For sure. For sure. But I will say it is not that Nicole and I have developed a sitcom that's been picked up on ABC. So <laughs> we're just putting that in the universe. That, that sounds good. Let's do that. I don't have the skills to even do that. Me neither. Me neither. But, you know, people, people, the people that I follow on Instagram that are like home decor people or whatever, anytime they're like, oh, and we have some big possibilities. And then like the next week they're like, and I have a new show on HGTV. And oh I just want to make it clear that's not what's happening. <laughs> it's not the situation. No, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> still living real life still keeping our jobs <laughs> yeah, I still spent a uh, half an hour cleaning puppy poop off my floor this morning oh, that so I didn't discover God knows when when I was sick so oh God this is why we don't have animals That's I enough have a daughter and her puppy who are currently up for adoption feel free to take either or both <laughs> she is fully um, raised. I can't say she's fully trained because clearly not. Well, sure. Daughter, but... That is, but she is raised. So it's true. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, God bless us, everyone. Yes. Well, there we have it. There we have it. This show brought to you by random complaints and Sadness from Kelly and Nicole trying to put a positive spin on it. <laughs> just her. Oh, I do have just, I was just thinking, just being her Enneagram threeness herself. <laughs> um, if you want to see it as a, it's, it's going to be fine because here's why. Um, so I do have to tell a little story. So we had a huge snowstorm, of course, and we've had a ton of snow anyway, had a huge snowstorm, drove to work. Uh, and it was fine. Like they had treated the freeway and then I get to where my work is and they, we'd had a plow come in for the, the parking lot, which was great. And I noticed they had also kind of plowed where we park on the street a little bit. Now they did not park plow the street, but they had plowed where we mm -hmm. kind of park. So in my Enneagram threeness, I just think direct line, fastest way to get there, straight line, just go. Uh -huh. Now, what I had not taken into account is that the plow, of course, had plowed the main road. 
So there's kind of a berm into the side roads, which is a uh-huh. shit show. So it was like four feet of really deep bermed snow, but then it was pretty clear. And I have a Subaru and it's not a, it's not a sedan. It's like a, you know, crossover yeah. or whatever. It's just a little higher. And I'm like, I got a Subaru. I can do this. <laughs> So what kind of dumb dumb am I but an Enneagram 3 and think like I'm just gonna go just get there just straight line fastest way check done and I turn in and I get stuck <gasps> so of course and thank god I'm not in the like main road but yeah. I'm fully stuck and I just keep trying to rock I'm rocking my body trying to rock oh, the car god. forward because I'm like I'm so fucking close I just need another foot if I could just get that oh. extra foot I can make it so then I go and I'm like right at my salon. Like it is the corner of my salon. So I know, okay, we've got, I've got a shovel. I'll go shovel out. I'll be fine. So I'm shoveling and I had left early. So I had like 20 minutes before my client got there. And I'm just embarrassed, right? Like I'm just yes. going like a honey boo boo dum dum because I <laughs> had gotten all the way there fine. And then like an idiot decided to just like cut, shortcut, cut the corner and just like, get through it. I can plow through. It'll be fine and get stuck. So then these guys stop and help and they're trying to push and they're like, okay, let's try reverse. No, let's try forward. No. So then a guy has a tow rope. So he's like, I'll come, you know, tow ropey out. That's so super nice. And then who shows up? The fucking news. The news. <gasps> no! They're wanting to record. And like, so they're recording the whole thing and I'm just mortified. I'm like, I've lived in the Pacific Northwest for like 25 years. I have a Subaru for fuck's sake. Like, what is my problem? But here I am now caught on the news. And so they get me out. They're so sweet. I'm so thankful. Like, oh my God, you guys are so amazing. Thank you so much. And they start going. And then the news gal comes over. Can we interview you? No, no. And she's like asking, tell us what happened here. I'm dying from the inside out. Like, I am just... Did you let them interview you? I did, because I didn't know what else to do. (laughs) So here I am, and I'm like... She's like, tell us what happened here. And I'm like, well, it snowed. So... (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going, you know, and then I have a Subaru. I mean, I'm not just an idiot. Like, I know how to do this. And I just just got stuck like an idiot you know and I'm just so embarrassed and I'm like everybody's doing the best they can like I'm trying to like make this as like uneventful as possible and just horrified so then of course I go through my day and then I know when it's hit the news because I get four texts from different people no did you get stuck today well you looked great oh you were very calm And then she's like, where were you trying to get to? And I was like, right there, that building. Yep, I'm right here. I work here. (laughs) So, you know, that was cool. You can't just make an idiot move and get stuck and not let people know it. It's got to be on the GD news. So you're welcome, Spokane. I, too, am a (laughs) dum-dum. So, of course, I text Aaron and I was like, so I got stuck. And he's like, oh, no, are you okay? Yep. And it'll be on the news. He's like, I'm recording now. (laughs) He's like, I'm so excited. 
Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I so. can't believe that this is not the first thing that you said when I pushed record. Why are we 59 minutes in? And I this know. I apologize. Yeah. It was because I was smashing. Whole hour talking about this. Just mortified. Just, yeah. I had clients, you know, like I said, texting me and I just said, hashtag mortified. Super embarrassed. I can't believe you let her interview you. I know. I didn't even think, it didn't even occur to me that I could say no. Like I was just like, okay. And so then she's like, face me and tell me what happened. And then, you know, and then the guy goes, okay, now I need you to face me and tell me what happened. So I have no idea. Still haven't been able to find it because it was on the like 430, you know, yeah. where they've got enough time to talk about bullshit, you know, version. Yes. Thank of goodness for that. I, I know. So I never did see, actually I'm see. Equal parts amazed and mortified for you. Yes. Yeah. 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 So can't just make a dumb Enneagram 3 idiot quick decision and get stuck. Busted. But not only that, but busted by the news. So that's amazing. Feeling super cool about that. That is amazing. <laughs> I have to go find it. I will find it. If you find it, let me know. I tried. We tried. We, you know. Yeah, your girl's pretty you, cool, guys. Do you remember what news station it was? It was Crem 2. Oh, I'm going to call. I'm going to call and see if they have some archives. <laughs> We looked, we couldn't find it, but I didn't, I guess, look that hard because I was like, didn't ask the archive lady. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to see it. What do I look like? And I was told I look cute, but you know, these are people that like me already. So God help That's us. That's true. I often ask myself when I see these interviews of people doing random things, and I am often like, where did they find these people? <laughs> Just a random drive-by. Just a random drive-by. Now I know. But I know for sure that you are not the kind of interview that I'm thinking, where do they find these people? Well, Those sure. people are like, you know, one tooth left in their head. I was just going to say, I have all my teeth and yeah. I had a bra on. I even had makeup on because I was going to, going to work. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, my hair done. And you can make sentences. Yeah. So, you know, like know. <laughs> they probably won't be making a meme. Or like one of those funny songs yeah, about no. you. Yeah, definitely not. No, in fact, it was funny because I was like, well, you know, the plows came and so there's a berm. And then I'm thinking, oh, don't be a Karen. They're going to think I'm being a Karen. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a snowstorm that these cheaty snow plows are making it, whatever. And I was like, I mean, everybody's doing the best they can. That's right. This, this is on me. <laughs> Fully on me. <laughs> I love it, Nicole. Only God. you. Only, only you. me. And only me to get busted, too. Like, really? We've got to have news captions of this? Cool. We don't do things small around we, here. We really don't. God <laughs> help us. That was one moment I could have used without, for sure. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Thank you for this. Yeah. <laughs> if we find it, we'll post it. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'll be calling Krem right now. Oh, God. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> anyway, with that. You have pulled me out of my funk with this story. Oh, perfect. I can go on in the world. 
Bring it on, world. Right. And And bring the news crew with you. Seriously. (laughs) At least you didn't get stuck in a snow berm and have news proof of it. You know, it could be worse. (laughs) I love you. Mm. Ridiculous. All right, friends. Well, on that note, I think you just go out there and attack life. <laughs> and hopefully you don't get caught on the news doing it. Or if you do. If you do, please share. With us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you. Have a good week, guys.